0: All right, welcome to the Point Being podcast here. I am your opinion writer at the Day- Arizona Daily Star, Edward Salaya. I'm joined along with our cartoonist here, David Fitzsimmons.
1: Hello, everybody, and uh, hello, Edward. And hey, you're more than a writer, man. You've got this wonderful thing going, which I love. It's called uh, the Daily Word, right? Oh, it is. And it's sir. not daily, you it's
0: liar. Not. I, You know... With Sarah being out of the office so so much these yeah. last two, three weeks, I'm just trying to get it out twice a week. That's and where do I tip.
1: find it? You
0: find it at Tucson.com and yeah. the opinions tab. Okay.
1: You know, I can find that page not the easiest to navigate. Honestly, I'll just do a search <laughs> on Daily Word. Yeah, usually it, it'll that come up. or you just search in my name, Edward Celaya, in the search, it'll just
0: bring oh, it the right up. And then the prison pictures come up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, D-O-C. I had a... I had my time down in County when I was 15, so hopefully it's expunged by now. I hope it's
1: been expunged. We won't talk Uh, about it. No, no, that's cut. Yeah, yeah. I was driving. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) So, David, you are
0: back from France, obviously. Oui, monsieur.
1: We have a piece uh, detailing your last half of your trip. At last. Yeah. What a long-winded gas bag I can be. My God, I break it into two different columns.
0: (laughs) But luckily enough, you've gotten back in time for prime voting and election season here in Tucson. You
1: know, I don't live in this city, but I do live up in the northern lands in the great the northwest. Yeah, Alaska, Arizona, uh, Oro Valley. Ooh. Uh, and uh, I voted for some bonds because I'm a commie. Gotcha. You, know, you want a bond? Yes. Yes. It's for first... a fire department? Absolutely. It's for a school? Absolutely. Schools, definitely. But did you do your mail in ballot? I still have them at home. Oh, man. And
0: I do live in the metropolitan oh, area. Oh, no. A, you, get to
1: vibe, you get to vote on something this really is, important. There are
0: two, I mean,
1: two real important. Yeah. One
0: is, you know, obviously the mayoral race and the second. Yes. Prop
1: 205. I always wondered how they got their numbers. I, you,
0: I'd love to write just a little, like, like explainer piece on it more than anything. Because I always right. wonder that, too. And and how do you yeah. get them? Because, like, when I search Prop 205 a lot of times in Google, it'll pull up Colorado's prop 205 from 3 or 4 years ago ah. which was legalization of marijuana. Different prop, not Different as much pro- fun. Not not as much.
1: That's right. Unintended well, well, consequences, more joyful.
0: Maybe that one's more fun? Maybe I think so. Maybe. Yeah. So, give me give me a you were about a week and a half away from the election. Now, give me your Give me your forecast for what you think is going to happen. Romero
1: is going to steamroll definitely over uh, Ed Ackerly, uh, the Independent. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was he? He was a Democrat, right? He was a Democrat. Yeah, uh, you know, I I thought so. I I watched uh, a debate broadcast on Arizona Public Media between uh, Regina Romero, uh, Ed Ackerley, and who's the green guy? Mike. Cease. Mike Cease, you know, lovable character. He reminds me of every political gadfly I'd ever met. <laughs> He's sort of an amalgam, right? He is. Fellows who have sort of like this kind of curious, sort of nervous tick to them. Uh, they're just a little bit different from the rest of us and uh, upset about a lot of issues and so well-intentioned. It was adorable. But I must say... uh uh in the, in terms of that debate uh Romero uh way ahead and at actually most of the debate he spent nodding in agreement with the things that Regina was saying I, it was hard for me to see what the distinction was other than his uh, prioritizing of uh spending on uh roads and cops but then when you'd ask him for details about the budget uh his knowledge was as superficial as mine
0: yeah for an independent i think the big challenge for him was to draw some sort of contrast with Romero, and like you're saying right now, yeah. he, I mean, other than of course, of course, everybody wants more roads and everybody wants a better right. police department, yeah. he never really could lay out a plan uh, yeah. as to how that would go about I can
1: 't um, figure out why he 's running.
0: I couldn't either. His
1: slogan is "Jump in." Jump, in. like, uh, are you the lifeguard at the pool, buddy? Are you opening know. up, man. Or? If if he jumps in, that schmooze is going to empty the pool. <laughs> it's all on. Oh my god, that was uh, cancel that remark. Shame on me. So, well, I, what do you what do you make of the race?
0: I I kind of agree with what Tim Steller said last week on our uh, on our podcast where yeah. he brought up how uh, Ackerley had a hard time getting. A hundred, or excuse me, three hundred, one hundred dollar donations. Yeah. Um. And like he said, that's really not. That's not. If you have a political base that you're coming out of, that's mm-hmm. usually not a hard thing to accomplish. Yeah. But for him, just running as some guy with no real backing, as an it's independent, what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah. I just. I mean, maybe he did it to get his name out there
1: for Is his advertising agency. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I thought, okay, that makes sense. Boy, that's going to be a pretty pricey outlay for poor PR. Yeah, I mean, and he would always talk about how the city of Tucson never came through our door. Uh,
0: maybe he was looking for the city of Tucson to come through his door. To- yeah. Help with a little bit of uh, getting the city's name out there, but yeah. uh, let's focus a little more on two hundred five now. Whew. That that to me is going to be the more interesting race, uh, just as far as where I think
1: people come down. What 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 are your thoughts on it right now? Well, I have to agree with our colleague, uh, Mister Stellar, like like yourself, when he he talked about how the city. Well, you think of it in terms of East Side uh white uh republican west side a little bit browner a little mm-hmm. bit more liberal uh you know it depends on uh how many uh white republicans on the east side are upset with the thought of a, of a sanctuary city uh voting it down and also i think there'll be some pragmatic liberals like myself i don't live in the city but i'm opposed to it because i mm-hmm. read it and i don't want the unintended uh consequences i'm really suspecting that it may fail what do you think so i
0: think it's i had an interesting little conversation with joe ferguson who also Ah, he's a
1: buddha who knows he he thinks
0: that uh he thinks well excuse me i think that it's gonna it's gonna fail i don't i don't see it coming i i see it being fairly close probably around the 40 to 45 to, to 55 sort of range
1: yeah
0: uh and I think it'll have enough backers to it to where, even though it, it, I don't believe it will pass, I think it'll be enough of a a starter for some people on the city council to kind of take a look at it and say, "Is there anything more that we can do oh. as a city council? Something you know, where to where it's not a citizens' initiative to where they can't change mm-hmm. it? Is there something we can more we can do with general orders? I know that seems to be a lot of the a lot of the focus of this." Yeah. Um, uh, of this initiative right now. That's
1: like the pragmatic, direct, codified yes. application of it. And of the idea behind
0: and it. And the, there was an interesting um guest op-ed that we ran yesterday uh from a professor at the University of Arizona who kind of challenged the idea that this initiative well, you know, it may affect uh folks who who can't vote the most. He he argues mm-hmm. that there there are so many of those folks that they have families that are affected by this. That who either are too young to vote, that are citizens, or they're you know legal uh, legal in some other set of the, um, sense of the word. Huh. Um, and some of his research found that upwards of seventy five percent of the people that responded to to the the research, even though they were uh, in the in the country undocumented they had family 75% of those people had family that had some sort of legal status here in the United Interesting. States. Interesting. So, when you think of it I'm that amazed. way, yeah, it, I'm amazed. I was totally amazed too. I thought it would be more around the 30 or
1: 40%. I, I always assumed these individuals that we're talking about, the least among us, mm-hmm. were were lone actors in this story. Mm. But yeah, they have family. And so that kind of I'm not
0: saying it totally made me rethink my vote because again, um I think that as like a pragmatist like you, I, I think that there's a lot of funding that is also helpful for the city that is being put into jeopardy here with this yeah. initiative. Yeah. Um and politics aren't always a a hey, uh if this side gets theirs, then nothing's gonna happen to the side that, that lost. Sometimes there's gonna there are consequences if 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 we're, yes. yes um if we're Brexit being, Brexit Brexit yeah uh, oh wow that could be another topic we could bring mm-hmm. up no. mm-hmm. but I I think it'll be close enough like I said that there will be some sort of good that comes out of it on the yes side even if they don't get the entire initiative like
1: I look. hope so you know I understand the emotional intent of it it just didn't appeal to me uh, from an intellectual standpoint and i i thought uh even though i'm not a, a resident of the city and can't vote on it my opinion really was shaped by imagining the individuals i met at casa salidas at the at the uh at the uh, – what is it? It's not a missionary at the uh, – It's <laughs> – uh, oh, the uh, – for the folks It's who not are... a nunnery. It's uh, the monastery. Yes. Oh, yes. Where they keep the monasts. <laughs> <laughs> a nunnery is one... a place where they can nuns. Yes. Uh, I think the people I met at the monastery, and I could imagine only a minority of them supporting uh, the uh, proposition mm. – because of the damage it would do, and I think any thoughtful uh, individual who cares about this issue would vote against it. So we'll see, but uh, I agree with you. I think it will have, no matter the outcome, it will have some positive uh, vestigial effects. Totally. Yay! Yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah. So
0: uh, moving on to another thoughtful individual, Donald J. Trump, our current president <laughs> of the United States.
1: Why are you so mean to me? <laughs> yes.
0: So uh, in the last week and a half, things have started to uh, go sideways at an accelerating rate. Um, there is, There was the testimony last week, in the beginning of this week, of the multiple uh, ambassadors uh, and foreign service uh, agents. Yeah. Um, those were all really damning. Yes. Uh, William Taylor's yeah. in particular, where he basically confirmed that there, it was his understanding that aid to Ukraine was being held up for an investigation, yeah. for not even an investigation, but the announcement of an investigation into yes. Hunter Biden. I think the one thing that Trump <laughs> learned from the last political cycle with the, the butter emails thing is that even if there's no not much there there, in somebody investigating your opponent, yeah, the the specter of investigation, the
1: that's enough in politi- in the political realm. That is that's enough. more than enough. So you can we can we can uh, grasp und- and understand. Uh, the wickedness, wickedness of his uh, Ukraine scheme. Yeah, you know what, what, how he hoped to uh, benefit uh, from that scheme. What's interesting to me, uh, you mentioned uh, Taylor and some of these other folks. I, uh, I took the time to uh, where I could find it online to read their opening remarks, mm-hmm. and I was so struck to hear uh, nonpartisan language that was just simply a rational description of uh, reality. It was so refreshing and unusual. It was like, wow! It's kind
0: of crazy because I think everybody assumes whether you have a job in even in the military that there people kind of have their their political agenda, right or left. Right. And in the foreign service, the, it people are specifically selected because they are almost not necessarily all apolitical, but because they are so. Straight and forward down the middle.
1: Yeah, they gotta have the can... long view because exactly. they have to serve the country's interests for years,
0: years and years, and oftentimes in positions or in places where American ideals are not exactly upheld to uh, what we'd like them to be. Oh yeah. yeah. So when when I hear Republican criticism that these are just oh these are just career bureaucrats. Hacks. Two of these three that testified in the last two weeks were appointed by Republicans, and they, at, when they get to a certain point in the foreign, the senior foreign service, yes, you have to be approved by the current, like the the current occupant of the White House. I'm sure it's not personally they don't bring you in, but <laughs> right. you, you have to. The administration has to invite you back. So these are all the. I mean, it 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 kind of just boggles the you mind. You could
1: say these were Trump people. President Trump people, yeah, Yeah. sorta, yeah, yeah, serving the president
0: more than anything. They were, they're, they are the definition of patriotic Americans. Yes, these are the people that, when things are going bad in Mexico, and you had one too many drinks, these are the people that hopefully can help get you out (laughs) of that. That's (laughs) true. If you were in France, like these are the people you deal
1: with. (laughs) Help! I lost my passport. Um, Yeah. So, so they're. Yeah, these are these are are the patriots. Unlike. well, some of uh, Arizona's reps and our and one senator I can think of, McSally, who uh, voted to uh, criticize the impeachment. My yeah. goodness. You know, we had three
0: of our Congress uh, congresspeople uh, 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 ram the ramparts or rage the ramparts. Oh, yeah, what's it been
1: called? The Brook Brothers The repeat r- yes. Brothers
0: Riot here. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, an interesting... Yeah. What? Yeah. So, so I,
1: sweetly dim.
0: Again... Republicans are in the room that they're breaking into, able to ask questions. Uh, we're talking right now about Matt gets um, yes. arranging for forty-five or so Republicans to break into these top secrets. He's a
1: pistol, that Matt, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Gosh, if only he didn't have like two DUIs on his record. That's, oh, Maybe you got to bring
1: that, that up, you journalists. Man, fake news.
0: Did you see Kellyanne Conway go nuclear yesterday?
1: I am so happy to see this. I'm thinking, is this what John Gotti was like in his cell the last day, you know, before the hammer came down and he was sentenced? That's Everyone ex- panics. They get in the corner and they panic. That's exact. I She sounded like a mob boss to me. She sounded like... Yeah.
0: like uh, kind of like, what's his name that already went to jail? Uh, Trump's former personal lawyer. Uh, oh, Michael
1: Cohen. Yes,
0: she reminded me exactly of Cohen. Yeah. Uh, you The things I will do
1: to you, you will can, be filthy. You can only imagine what uh, Trump says and what he might think is privacy in uh, the White House. <sighs> that kind of language. That's what's kind of entertaining to see and terrifying. Mm-hmm. This this past week, in fact, happened. human scum, human scum. So I've been, I've begun to draw uh, Trump as a Warner Brothers gangster from the 50s because no eyes. I like that. He's yeah. always <laughs> been a mafia don from my, uh, my perspective, but now it's, uh, it's, it's, it's readily apparent by the language he uses, the attitude uh, he's expressing, particularly now that he's cornered. It's very entertaining to watch, but I am very anxious about this idea. Of him using the Justice Department and Attorney General Barr to hunt to investigate the investigators, and perhaps, who knows what the criminal penalty would be that they would lobby against these folks? But it's so uh, Hitlerian. There, I'll well, say is, it. It's it is crazy, and you know that kind of
0: it. It also is illuminating. In the way that he's acted in the past, I was reading a really great ProPublica story today ah. about how um, basically the a reporter at the Hill, uh, which is a public, it's an online great publication. publication. Yeah. Well, one of their reporters, uh, he wasn't he he was a Washington Times. Uh, oh he, yeah, he, he was a righty.
1: Yeah so he Naked came over writing. and
0: you know he actually had some pretty good clips from back in the day when he was with the associated press and washington yeah. examiner but the way this whole russia story or the, excuse me this whole ukraine story is kind uh, of kind of the about, biden thing right yeah, yeah this reporter was take was he was hiring it was it's very complicated but he was hiring lev parnas and to <laughs> the, and his buddy who also got Mike. arrested yeah To basically run interference in the Ukraine, hook them up with interviews with people that would kind of give them the information that they needed to. And it was all, like, made – it's not all made up, but it's all under this guise that, oh, this is just a reporter doing this. This guy was making money off of doing this. Yes. This is – I mean, just so you know, folks, we can't, like – we we can't have another another kind of gig here that's right where we're profiting off of the work that we do here that is a total total conflict of interest
1: right that's an ethical problem which you know that just follows trump everywhere it just follows trump everywhere and i want to kind of back away from this in terms of perspective and ask you what you think about this question What's that? it's pretty apparent to me mm-hmm. that the right or the republicans will do anything simply to hold on to power mm-hmm. How do you think the left should respond? Should the left respond by doing anything to hold on to power?
0: Oh, this is such a tough question for me. I vacillate on this You know, this it, it makes
1: me think of, like, uh, I think when Martin Luther King was uh, uh, debating whether or not to send children into the fire hoses. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't know. Great imagery, though. Great, great imagery, though. Um,
0: I think that, oh, gosh, the better angels in me. Mm want the democrats to just rise above it all yeah be michelle obama when they go low we go high yeah but the realist and yeah. the uh the casa <laughs> Grand little league uh getting in fights every other week kid and me yeah says that you've got to meet you got to meet fire with fire um and yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean sinking down as low right uh as Breaking into national, you know, yeah. Secure... I see
1: what you're saying, but you got to agree, right? That yeah, it uh, wasn't the Biden's response slow. Oh yeah, to all this, it's oh, like yeah. wake up, Joe, and uh, they're about Hunter. a month behind. It's with so this. Uh, strange that they don't seem to grasp the importance of being timely, particularly in the digital age. They're, gr- I feel like they're working in a. Uh...
0: They're operating in a media environment where they think, like, George Will is still the voice of the Republican Party. I think
1: you're right. And, yes.
0: uh, you know, like, they're like, hey, look at people that are reasonable. They obviously see there's no there there. But yeah, yeah. that is not the era that we live in. Absolutely. And right now, the the Trump lawyer. I'm not saying that what Hunter Biden did was necessarily wrong, but it sure does look a little swampy. It looks does it, swampy, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks stinky. I it's. If if you know, if this is a regular uh, we're running against Mitt Romney and his second, you know, in his second term, I'm thinking this is like that's a death knell for the for the Bidens on this one.
1: I would agree. But But I I would agree. I must say, because of my bias, I don't think Biden's a good candidate. I don't think he's too old. He's too much like myself. He is too
0: old. Now, there's another older candidate, Bernie Sanders, who I thought, you know, I mean, dude had a heart attack two weeks ago. I thought that was it. He is revitalized. He is, there uh, is
1: new life in that true. campaign. That's true. Bernie is back. I think he's energized by Warren's success. He's I think good, there's a little bit of that he's too. He's got to catch like, up to her. Like she
0: stole the thunder yeah. sort of um
1: yeah. But she's a better candidate. She's a so. I think she is a better candidate. It's also interesting for me to see I've always been a Mayor Pete guy. It's interesting to see him crest above the ten percent. Mayor Pete Mark is on the, the polls. He's so. the,
0: the revenge of the the moderates. He and yeah, yeah. Klobacher are the ones that are really trying to to kneecap old yes. Joe on this one. Yeah. I I, yeah, I Joe yeah. makes me sad. It's sad to see him sometimes go out there and take some of the abuse. Great um, resume. Great resume. Wish you would have ran four years ago.
1: I wish you'd ran four years ago, and that would have been it. Yeah, yeah. So what about uh, what about more local, locally? Do we have any? Uh, you know, I've been thinking letters, about those any, any calls. I, you know, I do have some calls. I got to call them up here on my phone. Okay. But I'm uh, I'm really pleased with some of these. Uh, let's see. I got a call. So my work is syndicated around the world, uh, and I only know where it's published when I get hate mail or we get an angry good, letter. Good. Way and this one to judge. came, uh, I believe, from Indiana. You're supposed to be a cartoonist, and every day you spew hate mm. in the paper, and always against Mr. Trump, our president. Mm. Don't you think it's time that you start writing and putting something else in there? Mm. Yeah. You yeah. are a socialist
0: communist. Oh. That's oh. the way I Not see necessarily you. on the same. Stop doing it. You're spreading
1: hate. Hey, I need you to I mean I need you to stop doing that, Dave. I, I yeah, I, I I will consider that. I I just want to thank uh, granny there for accusing me of being a communist and socialist yeah. against uh, which members of my family have, have fought back uh, three generations blood, yeah. sweat and tears. She I'd like her to come here and say it to my face so I could cold cock <laughs> so I could cold cock granny right in the nose. Um I think I have another one ready for more. Here we more? go. Here we go. Where's all this right. one from? I think I think this. I think the last call I was wrong. That was from Tucson. Okay. okay. This call I think is from Indiana. Yeah, David. Uh, I was looking at the paper day October twenty second year. Yeah.
0: Good day. Cartoon. Uh, I was very disappointed to see what you did. Like your I dad. a lot of your cartoons are yeah. very tastefully done, but this one's showing our president with blood on his hands. Uh, and uh, the the person laying there with a knife in his back with our American flag on the
1: handle. I think you've gone just a little too far on this. Um, Isn't that weird? My name and my phone numbers. Oh, no, don't do that. We don't want your name or your number. Would it have been okay
0: if it was like like the Constitution? I I mean, like, isn't that
1: weird? He was upset that I depicted Trump's... Betrayal of the Kurds and the blood on his hands. Oh, yeah. He was he was more he was more distressed by that image than the uh, truth, which I thought the cartoon captured. <laughs> it's like there are actual wow. people dying. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so much for call- and this is uh, this is how I uh, have the political views I have. Uh, they're shaped by these type of calls mm. and letters, mm. and it's just like wow. I'm sorry, but the far right has nothing on its side. Yeah, they're so,
0: uh, wow. they're a little bit nuts. Um, that second one was kind of funny. Just, I'm I'm so disappointed. I'm so, usually <laughs> so I like this, but I'm so disappointed in you, David. Right. Uh, I, you know, the big thing is why, like you said, look at the actual look. Look at the policy. This is what's actually happening. Yeah. Maybe be disappointed in that a little bit. Maybe write me the letter so that I can be a little.
1: <laughs> I can run that letter. Then. Yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, these sometimes I will post these uh, phone calls online on Facebook. Just. To get a uh, sort of a litmus, a poll, Uh, a litmus test to see if I'm out of my mind or not. You know, uh, here, everybody, listen to this call. See if I'm crazy. (laughs) Sometimes I'm crazy, but sometimes the callers are interesting.
0: Yeah. Don't say that. I'm
1: glad they're reading newspapers. I am, too, especially that first one. She was, I open the paper every day. We should have just stopped it right there. That's right. Yeah. Best phone call we've got all week. I'm going to call her, thank you for reading it every day, please. How about you? You've been going through letters, right? What have the letters been, been like this week? A lot of letters on 205.
0: Uh, a lot of letters about uh, Lanny Davis. Uh, he the is traitor, him. right? Well, he was the uh, Lanny Davis. He's the Vignetto guy? He is the Vignetto uh, attorney. The lawyer, yeah. And he wrote a piece saying like, hey, Vignetto, yeah, I it's read all the, good. I read the piece. Uh that has gotten more than a few uh pieces back.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Uh number one op ed I there's another op ed I that I ran, I think it was yesterday, uh, that kinda countered Mr. Davis's claims. Uh and then there was a uh a few different letters to the editor that got in as
1: well. What are some other things that we're seeing? Impeachment. Big uh, on the impeachment. Yeah. Any any defenders? I mean uh critics of impeachment?
0: Uh, I get, you know, I'd say it's about one in eight, one yeah. in seven, something yeah. around there. Seven, like, for it, one, every, for every seven, I'll get one that's like, hey, this is, they're, they're doing it wrong to a great man right now. And, um. Wow.
1: We so, got, we we, we got to listen to talk radio more. I've kind of given up for the past <sighs> couple of weeks.
0: You know, that's where they go, um, just to, I, I, to me though, talk radio is so, it's really to me self-defeating, I think. Oh yeah, it's
1: it's yeah, it is self-defeating.
0: It's it there's never anything new really that comes out of it. Yeah. I I to me it's a big circle jerk where yeah. they're preaching to the choir.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: they're not going to take many calls from you and me's anyways. Well, that's true, yeah. They just want so, their
1: views reinforced.
0: That's like that that to me is the difference between what they do and kind of what we do here. Um there are letters of people. I mean, there's not as many letters as of people supporting Trump, but we will run those letters. Yeah, we will run those. Yeah, it will, it's a forum, and we're not gonna. And I'm, you know, we're not going to, we're not gonna to to jump on them right there and just be like, hey, "Look at these idiots" or anything like that, because everybody is, you know, you you're allowed to voice your your concerns. Absolutely. So yes.
1: Anyways,
0: I think that's probably good for an episode. What do you think,
1: dude? It feels like it, you know? Here it is, uh, autumn, October. we got we <sighs> got to get ready for Day of the Dead. we got things to do, man. Don't
0: you have something else coming up in December? Oh, in
1: December, yeah. I have uh, an Arroyo Cafe uh, holiday radio show Cafe. Uh, at the Rialto. And I'm pulling on heartstrings because uh, the money uh, we're going to raise is going to go to... Uh, United States Committee on Refugees and Immigrants, uh, the Casas Alitas folks who Mm -hmm. ran the monastery, Mm -hmm. and Hayas, the Hebrew Immigration and Something Something, Mm -hmm. which helps (laughs) immigrants as well, and National thanks for being Rational Public Radio. We have a great show uh, planned. Uh, We got great uh, performers: Triple Threat, Crystal Stark, Bobby Rich will be in the royal. So it's a good show. Thanks for asking. Sounds like some uh, fun, yeah. Go to the Rialto uh, uh, online site and get tickets there. How much are tickets? They Dave? are twenty big bucks. All right. Yeah, for good
0: cause. well only an hour and a half of
1: work here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. All right. No, snort.
0: Well, I just want to let y'all know that our views expressed here are not necessarily those held by Lee Enterprises or anybody else that pays us. Uh, And for Sarah Eric Gasson, my name is Edward Salat. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Adios.